Hey. Happy Christmas. This is For the Girls Podcast. I'm Nick Westray. I'm Jason Block. Sorry. <laughs> and this is a podcast about divas and the gay people who love them. This is the Patreon of the podcast. This is where we live now. We live on Patreon and we're actually trying to make new episodes for you, Battle Angels. Hi. Hi, yeah. Still sporadic. Um, but trying to be more frequent uh, and follow our bliss. I think it's going to be primarily just Nick and I. Um, yeah, I mean, funny. maybe we'll have maybe we'll have some guests. It's funny because the diva we're talking about right now, share uh, I mentioned to a friend, and uh, she was like, "Oh my gosh, you never had a share on," and I was like, "I know that we have some huge blights in our we have some huge gaps." Huge. Huge. Um, we almost did a dolly, but the fan we interviewed was so bad. You know, we really need to interview my friends Shane and Kath about dolly. They are huge, huge, huge fans. And they met her and like, they've been to Dollywood a bunch of times. They got married at Dollywood. With these huge, with, with like a dolly, dolly and Cher, I feel like are some of the biggest divas yeah. Um, with yeah. kind of some of the most iconic songs. There's so yeah. much to cover. It's like so much to it's... cover that I almost want to just have like real the like when we interviewed that Dolly Parton fan, she gave us like the most baseline um hits and ideas. Like I yeah. need to go like everyone kind of knows the share and the Dolly Parton story. Like they know the songs and they know the story. I don't and we're, we're always saying we don't want a history lesson. We want your fandom. Unless it's but, like a diva you should know. I mean, we'll do a history lesson for you on like Nancy Wilson or Phoebe Snow or people oh who yeah. you don't know. But this is all but about interviewing. I mean, when we're yeah. interviewing, I need a, um, I, I kind of with like those truly iconic ones, it's like I need to go real deep. Like I need to get into the weeds that only yeah. a fan could bring us into. And it's yeah. hard because like, because like, well, because then, like we were talking about Dolly Parton, everyone's a fan of Dolly Parton. Everyone considers themselves a fan of Dolly Parton, yeah. you know. So yeah, and that kind of broke our back, honestly. Who are the hardcore fans? And you know, we've we've done some Dolly things, like we did Nine to Five, and we've done some like Dolly every Christmas. We always do some Dolly at Christmas time. My favorite Christmas song still is Hard Candy. One of my one of, in my top three, oh, yeah. Hard Candy Christmas. I love a dark Christmas song. I love a but exactly. they're so they're so iconic. It's like Judy. Like we have never done like a Judy like episode, but we've done like six Judy episodes. You know, yeah. we just hack off a piece at a time of the Judy canon, yeah. which is important. You know, and I think we should continue to do that. Like I would love we should do a straight talk episode. Oh yeah, you know that yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I we guess. should just keep taking yeah. pieces because this is actually our second share episode because we did one on share the musical. Well, this is actually um, our third in our myth in our mythology. This is our third. Yeah, I know. I think we talk about this in the share of the musical episode, but let's tell the let's tell the kids again in case they forgot. I like it. I like the story. Yeah, um, Nick and I did. I think I know we. Did, I, I remember two, but I feel like we did three. I know we did two. We did. We tried out two test episodes, and I don't know where this when where this one comes in. But um, we it's like when we were developing do... the podcast, we we did test episodes. 
yeah, but I don't remember if this was like literally our first test episode, but we we were like, okay, we're going to talk about divas. We love divas. Cher had just come out with the, the ABBA album. And so we were like, cool, let's listen to it and let's talk about it. And I think we got to like 45 minutes or something and we tried to go track by track and it was just a total failure. And I remember after that taping being like, we don't have a podcast. Like this isn't, this wasn't fun. This, we didn't know what we were talking about. We had nothing really to say. So like, it was really sure that almost ended our podcast for me. I was like, this isn't, this doesn't work. Um, And we both knew, you knew that. I mean, it wasn't just me. Well, you know why it is. And sorry, everyone, I'm going to say something, which Man, some people get real cross with me about. Will I be cross? I'm Patreon, and so get ready for it. I am not an ABBA person. I'm just not. No. No. It's not my truth. It's not my light. It's not my joy. And I went and saw the ABBA hologram show in London this summer. Oh. Ooh, that was a darkness for me. That was a Ooh. darkness. But watching I love like. I love ABBA. I will say I'll be the other voice. I love ABBA. Okay, great. I'm happy for you. I'm not mad if you love ABBA. It is just not for me. Um, so that's why that Cher album really didn't spark joy for me. But that's when we learned, you know, if it doesn't spark joy, we can't do a pot about it. Hey, can I do a commercial, something that sparks joy that I haven't told you about yet? What? I'm going to do a commercial for something else that sparks joy in me. A commercial? Okay. Uh-huh. It's called Skittles. Oh, I, did you count them out? No, but no, I'm not doing that anymore. But if anyone who listens to this pod knows me, I did a production of Angels in America this year. And the cast, we snacked on Skittles a lot. And because they're the rainbow and it's a gay play, we'd always be like, you taste in the rainbow. Or if someone was in a bad mood, you'd be like, you need to taste the rainbow. We'd always have Skittles everywhere. So they're my new favorite candy. You can listen to me eat them on this podcast for only $3 a month. With that, um, I asked Nick if he counted them out because pre-Angels in America, he was trying to lose some weight and he had no weight to lose. But he was still trying to lose the remaining weight that he had. And so we would, <laughs> we would go to the movies. Uh, he turned to me and he goes, do you know how many Reese's uh, pieces I had? And I said, no. And he said, I had 15. And I said, oh. And he says, I know that because I counted them. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I thought, oh, fuck me. I lost, I lost 35 pounds. It was crazy. Girl um, did it. And she committed and did. And after that, I was like, wait, that's actually like, it is like, a, like you can still enjoy it. You just don't have to have the whole bag. You don't even have to have half the bag. Like you can have this amount and it's still enjoyable. It's still pleasurable. So actually like mm-hmm. as much as I'm gagging, that really did change me. I was like, oh wait, that's like a really also very nice way to not deprive yourself of like a, a, a movie theater snack but just not go no. whole hog. Yeah. Like a thing you love. Like I love Reese's pieces at the movie. I love Reese's pieces at the movie. That's my movie thing. I might do, you know it what I, when... I don't do all the time, but you know what? Like I, I found and I always think about, which I love chocolate covered raisins. Mm-mm. No, it's a hard no for me. Dog. It's a hard no for everyone dog. No one wants that, but I love it. My dad loves that. You and Bruce. Me and Bruce. Oh, that's such an old man. That is such an old man thing, too, to be like, I love chocolate covered raisins. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Get some prunes. Get some prune diet in you. Get some prunes up in here. Um, so can I tell you, I broke a long-standing rule in my life, which yeah. is not to listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving. <gasps> wait. I, wait. Did I know this? Is that your rule? Mm-hmm. But I broke it I for I all that. y'all. 
to do this episode, I'm even wearing a Christmas sweater and it's the day before Thanksgiving. And so I'm going to tell you now my new rule is I'm going to start on the day before Thanksgiving to make Thanksgiving fully a Christmas holiday. Wow. I love that. that So my, my tradition, since I've, since I've lived here, um, or not, not really since I lived here a couple years ago, uh, my friend Mickey and I discovered that you can actually start Christmas on our 103.5, the coast, uh, the Light FM channel. You can start um, Christmas, uh, 24-7 Christmas music around, get ready, bitch, November 11th. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, at least it's not on my birthday. At least it's not that early. It's It's psychotic. It's, yeah. it, it makes you feel psychotic. I enjoy the psychosis. It's, I am now on, like I said, on my fourth year of kind of almost trying to complete a two month run of Christmas and Christmas listening. And they don't, they don't vary the Christmas music enough. And I'm, I'm realizing that like, I'm going to start burning out pretty quick. Mm. Um, uh, I, I talked about, I've told you about seeing the holdovers and that soundtrack's so great because it has like a bunch of seventies, um, songs in it mixed in with Christmas so it's like it's like it's kind of a perfect blend and I love mm. that I, need to I like, actually like very celebrate that home right so it's like some Christmas music but it's also like I'm downloading it right now yeah it's it has it has a very nice mix so okay so then this is because this is my prompt to you what other Christmas music have you been listening to I'm guessing not much only share only share so far and let me tell you i go hard for this album okay pause because let me okay you do that's crazy i go pretty hard uh i don't know we'll talk. Wait, before we start i thought, we start, be the, I thought you weren't going to be the going hard one before we start on this i have to ask you something are you ready to roll from la to the north pole No, I'm ready to roll. Lights are hitting you just right. From Oakland. From Oakland to the North Pole. They're like, why'd you add that? She's like, because my boyfriend's from Oakland. Are you ready to roll from Oakland to the North Pole? Oh, really? You always do all the research. I just like listen and make things up. (laughs) (laughs) I watch so many fucking interviews of her talking about this bitch. Really? Whoa. Yeah, I'm just... I, had I to just looked at things in my notes app. Well, maybe then you're going to be the pure one and I'm going to be the, I don't know, the, the I watched you talk about this because I had to take breaks. No, before we even get, before I'm ready to roll, I want to promote some things. Because since I have been listening to Christmas music, since I do get into the dark arts earlier than Nick, um, let me tell you, another one that, another, uh, another diva that just came out with a Christmas album is Brandy. Really? Yep. Yep. And it is a moody like almost if you didn't know if she didn't add in the holiday songs that it would I would even quite recognize it as a Christmas album and I love that I love the originals I'm going to hold my cards out a little bit soon I love the originals I am due to my obsessive listening of Christmas music am getting bur- a little burned out by the endless renditions of these chestnuts I'm oh. with you. I love all of the originals on the Cher album so hard. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I just, I think, I think they're just been done to death. And I think like if you make a Christmas album, you have to throw 
the kind of prerequisite certain songs on there. And I just don't know. Uh, we're, we're bleeding the stone dry. I don't know how much left there are in these tunes uh, to milk or alter or change. So, but still, but Brandy's album, I find it, I find it really evocative. I'm really down. So that is my new promo for the new. Oh, great. We should, we should do an episode on that one too. And then a throwback one that I have loved, but that I'm absolutely adoring and find very gorgeous and actually um, holds up in a, in, in, in a kind of timeless way, which I wouldn't have thought or remembered is the Judd's 1987 Christmas album. Oh, um, fuck yeah. It fucks. It's the harmonies are so great. Naomi takes lead, which I I'll never, I, Naomi doesn't, but she takes a lead on one of the songs and it, she's really great. It's just, it's beautiful. The You've always loved this album. This is always, I mean, this iconic, you know, Winona and Naomi are on the sleigh ride the together. Sleigh. Yeah, it's, I've always loved it, but it's hitting me in a way that it is, I'm going back to it. Like I'm listening to stuff and then I'm going back to it. Because um, at least when they cover the chestnuts, you're like, oh, but listen to these harmonies. It's like if Trio yeah. would have done a Christmas album, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They cover, they, they cover, but they also have some. It's yeah, and you know what else I don't like? I'm just laying out another card early. I don't love the like Frosty the Snowman or like the. I don't love the like silly bops. I'm just I, I kind of like a more of a yeah. That's not my. I don't to like praise God or bring it to the dance floor. Yeah, praise yeah. Yeah, give yeah, give me the light or give me the strobe light. Um, yes, the light of the strobe light. Uh, and then of course, of course, I always want to. Pre- uh, and since we're on the podcast or on the Patreon now, we can do some hymnsy, gaily things. Um, gaily Christmas Master Johnny Mathis. Uh, he. Uh, oh yeah. I fuck with him. I fuck again. I think it's like 1987. His Christmas album. It's it has it kind of has that weird 80s synthy. Um, vibe to it. Uh, it's weird, and I, I, I don't know. It's not that weird, but I love Isn't it. He actually, a Christmas album too. He has like multiple Christmas albums, and at eighty-eight, he just came out with another one. So, fuck me. Oh, no, that's Johnny Mathis. But what about? Doesn't George Michael have a Christmas album? George Michael. Oh, George Michael. Um, not that I know of. Not that oh, yeah. he has whole like with Wham. Last Christmas, you know, they made the whole movie of it with Amelia Clark. He has that song. He did that song. I don't know that he did a Christmas album. No, he has a lot of he has a lot of songs on the soundtrack. Anyway, um, did you ever see that movie? I kind of liked it. I, I didn't. I didn't see it. It's kind of cute. It's a good Christmas movie to add to your Christmas list. And that's the guy in it. That's great. What's the, what's the guy's name? Henry Henry Golding. Oh, hottie. Total He's so hot. Is that who that is? Um, anyway, so. I'm, apologies to that man if that's not him. The guy in it is so hot and so, like, you know, sometimes I can, it takes a lot, but sometimes if I'm watching a movie and it's a romance like that and there's a guy who I'm like, oh no, I'm legit in love with you. Like, I love that. Like, give me that fantasy. Like, I'm like, I am Amelia Clark in that movie and I am falling in love with you. When you know, I like I was like that with Object of My Affection with Paul Rudd. Like there are some movies where I'm like, oh, I'm fully in love with this person after seeing the movie. You know what I mean? I don't really get it that too much. I have two things. When I, one time when I was a kid, the like hunk from Sixteen Candles and it was also in Mermaids. 
He never really went on to acting after that, but he has that, he was a like dark haired hunk. I, I had a dream that I was married to him as like, a, I was like seven. And I mm. woke up and told my mom that I was married to Molly Greenwald. And it just stuck with me because it was like one of my oh. first childhood lies. You know, where I was like, okay, like, I have to just, I just want to talk about this movie. I want this movie, so I'm going to act like I'm obsessed. I think I was obsessed with Molly Ringwald, but, like, I was absolutely obsessed with him. He now is a woodworker. He's not even an actor. Um, Do you follow him on Instagram? No, you can't find him. But I look him up, some, you know, every other couple of years. He stopped acting, like, after, literally, I think, after Mermaids. Um, and then, have you seen Heartstoppers, that, like, little teen gay? No, I need to, though. I watched that, and for the first time, I watched a lo- an unfolding of a romance that I, made me feel like that feeling when you when your hands touch or when your pinkies mm-hmm. touch. You're kind of not holding hands, but you just kind of raise your pinky over someone's pinky. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it shows, and it shows that they're, they're these butterflies flying around them, and just that alone, it oh, it just makes you feel so like I'm I'm not in love with those teens at all, but like. That it, it brought back the feeling of what it feels like to be excited. And I love mm. watch it, babe. It's such a sweet watch, honey. You should watch I it. I love that. I mean, I felt that way about Leo and Titanic, too. You know, like did I you? was so oh, of yes. I oh my god. You are a Leo girl? I didn't know. And you and McGregor and Moulin Rouge, like forget about it. I wanted to die of tuberculosis in his arms forever. It was a lot of these guys with kind of floppy hair side parts that I feel like you're Truly. No, I mean Henry Golding's not like that, or like. Um, no. But but you and I don't know. I fall in love with like really random people in the movies. I don't know. Anyway, um, maybe I, I fall love in love. That. With I love that your heart's so open like that, and you get so involved that you're like, <laughs> for these two hours, this is my boyfriend. <laughs> this is my this is my two hours boyfriend. Yeah, that was my boyfriend during that, y'all. That we had a thing. We had a connection. <laughs> we had a connection. I don't watch yeah. that many rom-coms. I mean, I guess and you're not making rom-coms. Was Alexander Sarsgaard during True Blood. I would have dreams, Mama, where we were for real wedded. Was he a nice guy in that? Or was he a mysterious guy in that? He I was bad, that. but then he became nice. Okay. He was a tamed vampire? He's a vampire in that? He's definitely, he was like the meanie vampire who then kind of like becomes good and like falls in love with Sookie Stackhouse. Whoa. Everyone's in love with Sookie Stackhouse. Man, we need to do an Anna Paquin episode for real, or at least a Margaret episode. Oh, God. What has Anna Paquin been up to? Do we have eyes on Anna Paquin? Who has eyes on Anna Did we do a Patreon episode about Flack? No. No. I knew she did oh, a TV did. show. Yeah, I think that was on my list, because I watched that show, Flack, and I really liked it. It was fun. I think it was on Prime. Okay, I, I I don't know. I need more for Anna Paquin. I, I'm anyway, glad it's she- good, and it also has my girl Sophie Okonedo, who I love on that show. So it's a good it's a good show, and it has a great soundtrack. Talk hey, listen again. I'm here, but are, are you not here for the campaign? We need Anna Paquin like back. Like I need her on the big. Screen. I know. I always want. I always want Miss Anna back on everything. I love her. I love I after Margaret. Like I'm I'm ride or die after Margaret. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, you're not because you're not watching her straight to streaming television programs like I am. Or True Blood, so. Or true, you didn't watch every season. season of True Blood like me. Yeah. yeah. But I have like three or four very close friends on True Blood, so I like had to watch it. I had to watch it. And we but had I also... Listen. What? I'm going to do a clean transition. And we had to listen to the Cher Christmas album. 
Oh, that's right, Battle Angels. This is where the episode ends if you're not on Patreon. That's right. This is only a preview of the episode. If you want to listen to the full episode and our full review of Cher's amazing album, Christmas, go over to patreon.com front slash for the girls podcast. Three bucks a month gets you access to all of our new episodes, all of our back catalog, and helps support your uh, favorite diva loving podcast. See you there, babies. Bye. Mwah.